Welcome to the Homeschool Together podcast. Where one working mom and a stay-at-home dad help you navigate the nuts and bolts of the growing and dynamic world of homeschooling. With a focus on early learners. Like me! All the ins and outs of building and maintaining your homeschool life. Homeschool! Find out tips and tricks to make things like this easier. I'm reading! And ultimately, enjoy educating your kids. And what's that last thing? Have fun together! Did I do good, Daddy? (laughs) Yeah, you did, sweetie. Good job. Hello and welcome to Homeschool Together. Thanks for joining us. Today we're going to be talking about the big time challenges that I know all of us are going to go through, which is homeschooling through the holidays. We have at least three weeks, most of us, that are going to be really filled with a lot of activity, a lot of you know potentially family if you're coming in. I know we're still in the pandemic, but I know a lot of people will be getting together with their quarantine teams, as I heard it's <laughs> called about. And we want to make sure that we don't lose ground. And so that's what we're going to talk about today. But first, please connect with us, head down into the show notes. All the links are down there, Facebook group, Instagram. Please, please, please join us. We also have a link down there for our resource guide. Please sign up for that. It's a really great free guide that we we put together. We want to we want to make sure you get a hold of it, help you through your early kindergarten uh, travels around the world. So we just wanted to thank everyone who's left iTunes reviews. And we just have a, a special request. iTunes reviews really help us to be discovered by new folks. There's lots of podcasts out there. And how do you know if they're good? Giving a review is a personal recommendation. Yeah, and I'm uh, tired of a three-year-old podcast sitting ahead of us that's dead. I know. I know, right? And Come so, on, guys. You know, if you listen to us and, and you like this podcast, you're, you're part of our group and, and you think that this is a, a good show that you'd like other people to hear about, really the best thing that you can do for us is just take a couple of minutes. If you can actually go go into apple podcasts and you know write actually write a review just a few sentences that you really like the show it means so much to us and it will help a lot of people find our show and we just want to help as many families as we can so that's my special plug please go out there and and leave us reviews if you can we would so very much appreciate it don't make ariel upset she takes it out on me (laughs) that is not true it it's not true ish not really (laughs) All right. Talk about uh, family strife. We're getting into the holiday seasons. I know, right? So, and Wait, I know. Well, we were, this this episode was kind of born out of us going, well, what, so what are we going to do through the holidays? Well, yeah, and we began to talk a lot about it, and we wanted to kind of talk through some of those ideas we have, some of the things that we're going to do through the holidays, and some of our thinking, and hopefully maybe you guys can take that into your home and, you know, continue to have success, even though... You know, we're going to, our brains are going to be fried. We're going <laughs> to, yeah. we're going to have, you know, family members in the crazy uncle in the corner. We're going to be in food comas. Well, and, drinking and all the eggnog. You know, you things know. are going to be different this year yeah. too, right? It's, it's almost, it's, first of all, I don't think it's really a three week thing. It's like from the start of Thanksgiving week to New Year's Day, it's, it's a, it's a season and there's, there's a lot going on this year. Things are going to be even different. Maybe you're having family come in or, or maybe you're not, and that's its own brand of strangeness. So, you know, I know a lot of families are 
uh, trying to do more than they would normally they would normally plan yeah. because you know they can't have family come in and stuff. So they're, they're they're going bigger in their own family to try to kind of make up for some of the the differences this year and still make it very exciting for their mm-hmm. families. But that's a as as great as that is, and I, I think awesome. It's also a struggle with trying to maintain where we're at. Uh, you know, I, I know we've been talking mm-hmm. about our daughter is working on reading, and yeah, the reading is the big thing for us right now. You know, what do, what do we do? It's like, I, do I plan curriculum? What do we do with weeks and things getting messed up? As oh, we had this plan, but then this thing's going on, and we're going to mm-hmm. go do this instead, and you know, going to pick out a Christmas tree and all the things and stuff just getting. Um, getting a change from our plans yeah, how do we pre- deal with that i mean just overwhelming in general because i if you know I, I remember back to you know before we had the little one and we had we were homeschooling with with the older one you know the holiday season was just you know it was just derailing event we just, i mean it's it's chaos right there's, there's all chaos. kinds of food and this was before pandemic presence people and- are in town for a week then we go off somewhere else for. Well, we're watching a lot of TV, right? Because there's, I mean, there's TV, all the movies. different Christmas movies, and our daughter's so into those. And so I'm watching just... Die Hard, the only Christmas movie ever, every night. I mean, <laughs> I mean we're watching Christmas movies, Christmas specials. Yeah. We're doing Christmas crafts. We're baking cookies. There's so much sugar and fat. And <laughs> I'm not saying I don't love Dad's it. Dad's in the garage working out, trying. To... <laughs> but it's. It's a lot, and so you're trying to maintain some semblance of of normalcy. And now you toss on top of that, we're in the middle of a pandemic, right? So it's right, but all, all this things. stuff. And yeah. so we started having this conversation about, uh, you know, as you know, if you've listened to the podcast, I'm the planner, and Matt's Matt's the the primary educator. And so, mm-hmm. and we sat down, and I'm like, well, what should I what should I plan? Like, how do I set us up for success? I want us to, I want us all to have a, a joyous and happy holiday as a yeah. family. And get to do all the fun things, but I also I don't want to I don't want to lose ground with some of the stuff that you're working on because we've noticed even taking a, like a week off for yeah, the like birthday we, yeah the, the birthday week was a a derailing event like it we right we took it off from reading and it was kind of hard to get it was hard to get back into the flow like yeah. a lot of times you know I I know the moms in the in the crowd and I you know we have that we have that connection we have the we have that wavelength <laughs> we we understand each other <laughs> and we know we get in our rhythm it's like a little heartbeat right. And we don't want an arrhythmia going on. It starts shaking and, <laughs> and have to try to get back into it, right? We love our routine. You know, it's so funny how kids are really good with routines. I'm really good with routines. I like to have that same thing happen every day because it's very predictable. It's comforting. It's very comforting, but I also know what I can accomplish in that time, right? So, the you know, we were just chatting that it was just a completely derailing event for her birthday week um, because she was, you know, with family and then she came back and well, and there were so many presents and there was several there was, different every day kids was, were stopping in yeah. to drop off presents because we couldn't have a party. And it so was it was just, just wi- like, yeah, it was just wild. It was like a birthday week and a half. Yeah, it <laughs> it just never ended. And so we were starting to think about it, you know, how are we going to do this holiday season? Cause it's this just going to be crazy. It's going to be crazy. So, you know, I know there's the moms out there just like world-class hundred percent a plus you guys are just going to do what you're going to do and you're going to continue to homeschooling because you're going to rock it because you're awesome right and you don't have a 17 month who climbs on the walls so (laughs) (laughs) it's true it's true i'm i'm like a little scared to set up that christmas tree i'm I'm not gonna say she's just holy cow she climbs everything she she's this this no. child will push wait, a, wait a chair minute. across the house to climb up on the stove. I That's just, the kind of child. I just realized that she's going to be on the top of that tree. I mean, I I don't really know, but it's going to be. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, right. It just I mean, hit me. I mean, it's not even breaking of ornaments that I'm concerned about. It's just she's going to be shaking it. I think we should touch. put the gate up. 
We're going to have to get... Okay, the guys, we're, we're getting off track we're here. We're getting off track, but I, we, <laughs> the, the look of fear that just crossed Matthew's face, I just want you all to know, he had not thought of the logistics of this. I had not thought this. about the tree. We have, a, we have a girl who, literally, she did a pull-up on the dryer the other day. Yeah. This kid did a pull-up on the dryer door and used her fe- her bare and, feet and, and it wasn't to like, one of those cheap kip-ups. It was a full-on pull-up. Right. She climbed up the dryer door with her feet and got on top of the dryer. I, yeah, I, I just... Know. Right. So we're we're in for it. <laughs> Yeah, we're, we're in for it. All right. Anyway, so, you know, you may be one of those supercharged turbo moms and you're going to be awesome. So don't worry about it. But for the most this of us. This episode's not for you. Yeah, this episode's <laughs> not for you. Hey, go to the back, hit, hit the showers, you're done for the day. Um, but for most of us, you know, for me, a big, a big thing that I've always, you know, kind of put into my mentality is this kind of Pareto distribution of, of you're gonna things. You can explain Pareto. So basically you just say, okay, you have all these things. Let's say there's 12, 10 things. You know, one thing may appear more than the other. Typically, this is like you want to count something that, that happens. We used to do this with customer feedback. Here's all the customer feedback we have. We keep getting asked about these five things a hundred times, and then we have another hundred items that are only being asked one or two times. Mm-hmm. So where do you put your time and effort and resources, right? So you obviously put them on number one, number two, number three, right? That. 80-20 rule, we've probably all heard that. So you do kind of a Pareto distribution and you figure out what is the most important thing. This has been something that I've always used whenever I get kind of, you know, it gets tense and I get paralyzed on what I have to do. I say, okay, step back. What is the most important thing? Tackle that first. Dave Ramsey has the same idea with debt debt reduction, right? You always pay off the smallest bill first and you roll that forward, right? So that's, you get that psychological effect of achieving the most important thing or the most achievable thing. And so I think we should all approach this similarly and say we cannot sit there and do our normal routine of two hours a day when grandma and grandpa are in the other room. That's just not achievable well, scenario. And I don't even know if it has to be when they're visiting. Just the whole... Just the whole week. I mean, you're going to be busy. You're going to be you yeah. know, running around doing and errands they're, or you and know, they're doing presents. Too. The and everybody knows up. it's coming up. You know, Maybe if it's a three-year-old, they don't really know what's coming up. But a six or seven, eight-year-old, they're going to know what's coming. I mean, our daughter is like... She's, already getting yeah. geared up. Yeah, well, and she's going to have her Lego advent calendar, so she's going to be, yes. every day is going to be Legos. a thing. So I would say for the first thing that everybody should do is is look across the distribution of all the activities that you're you're doing, whether it's literature, you know, copy work, handwriting, math, reading, whatever that topic is, and say, what is the most important thing? So for example, for us, it's reading. Reading right. is going to be the most important thing. And so we'll put that as number one, and maybe we'll pick a second one. For me, a second one might be art, because I think it's really good for her to have that creative outlet. She really enjoys it. I would probably, the, the correct thing would be to say math, but she's doing really good at math right now. And I've noticed that if I take a couple of days off on math, she's okay. She can come back into well, it. And this is one of those areas where we want to talk about leaning into leaning into games, too. Yes. We can talk more about that later. Yeah, we'll but, talk a little bit more about leaning into games. You know, we, we don't games. have to necessarily prioritize that because of the game schooling mentality that we yeah, have. Yeah, so for reading is the big one. I noticed that when you know we get a couple of days off on reading, I got to get her back into it, got to get her... You know, she, it's almost like she loses confidence ground on it, right? A little I bit. I mean, yeah. when she when she reads consistently every she day, doesn't a regress, few times a day, she doesn't regress. No, like she doesn't. Weeks. She might regress a couple of days, and then I got to catch up on those. Two and, days. and it almost doesn't, it doesn't seem like she's lost the knowledge as much as she she gets nervous in her abilities, mm-hmm. right? So when she's read to me in the morning, when she reads to you in the afternoon, she's like, "Oh yeah, 
I'm a reading machine. You know, she just yeah, exactly. does a really great job and she's got a lot of confidence. But I think that the more days go by when she doesn't read, I know she recently was able to visit my parents and, um, after we all quarantined, she was able to go down there and see them, which was great. Uh, but she came back after being there for five days and she hadn't done any purposeful reading. And we sat down and was like, okay, let's, well, let's do our reading. And she was like, it was, a little... it was almost like deer in headlights. Like, yeah. well, I, I don't know if I can do that. You know, she was nervous all of a sudden. She's like, no, this is the same book that we read before you left. But I think she's in this bit of a fragile state right now with her reading where mm-hmm. we need to, we need to keep up that momentum. Well, it's a, it's a very advanced skill. She's, she's doing good at it now. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's something, yeah, we got to keep up on it. Like right. you cannot let, let it go because it is that it's a very thin skill. It's a very thin skill. It's kind of built on a rickety scaffolding right now. <laughs> right. But you got to keep reinforcing it. Just all, yeah, keep the reinforcement. So what we would suggest is for you to sit down and, and look at what you got to do. You know, look at what you're trying to accomplish. What is the most important thing with respect to learning and skills? And so for me, the second one would be art. Why, why for me art? Because I have seen her best handwriting development her best control of uh fine motor skills with the pen movement coming from art so it allows me to retain her her writing app a lot of the copy work we're doing now without actually having her just do a bunch of copy work the art allows me to continue to not only develop but also maintain that skill of handwriting but it also gives me the creative outlet it's also something i can do anywhere and any time so crafting, um, holiday crafting, things of that nature, doing drawings for, you know, whatever the holiday is, uh, doing cards, handmade cards for, you know, grandparents or friends and whatnot. It's a great way to kind of dovetail the activity of homeschooling with, you know, the fun of the holiday. And so that's why I would choose those two. And I think those are the two that we're going to go into, uh, into the holiday season on that. For me, reading is the most important and normally we would spend, you know, 20, 30 minutes a day doing that. I think I'll have to dial it back just a little just to be achievable. I think I'll focus a lot on just the cards, doing the letter reinforcement, the reading cards, um, the sight, the few sight words that we've had to memorize. Just keeping to reinforce that because that's kind of the base level. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll pull out the Frederick app here and there. We'll do the Khan Academy app. You know, we've mentioned in the past, you know, giving that as kind of a reward for behavior or, you know, if, if I need to fill some time, I'll be able to give her that. So pulling in those additional tools to help keep the learning happening during that time period and allow me to continue to achieve, if not grow her reading skills, maintain the reading skills through that time. And I think you'll be able to grow my, I think the, the most important thing is you need to figure out what is essential mm-hmm. And what is nice to have. And so, you know, if you can keep those essentials going, like you're winning it is yeah. in, in my book, right? If, if you can keep the things that are most important, there's plenty of other enrichment things that we're doing, but you know, there's, there's lots of enrichment stuff around the holiday time periods too. So uh, there's lots of opportunities for art. So t- yeah, talk a little bit about and, some ideas on how to do enrichment. Right. So we have so much going on, right? So obviously food, whether you're celebrating Christmas or Hanukkah or winter solstice or anything that food, right? (laughs) Food is a big part. So there's going to be lots of cooking. There's lots of opportunity to bring your children into that. That's a great opportunity to exercise reading skills and math and some creativity with, Mm -hmm. uh, with decorating or presentation, right? I, our daughter loves to like 
like display the food. Yeah, right? she she's, likes that's the creativity aspect. Yeah, yeah, she loves that that part of it, which I never really think of. I mean, I I think about you know cooking it, but I don't. And then people eating it. I don't think that much about how I'm going to present it on the plate. And that's really big for her. So she really likes that presentation mm -hmm. part of it and, and that creative outlet. So involving them in the cooking and then diving down into the tradition of why we why we do what we do. Why, mm -hmm. why do we eat turkey? Why do we right, all the things that you do at your holiday? Your family has probably has so many traditions and I think it's it's great obviously we bring our kids into into our family traditions but to kind of talk through that history with them mm -hmm. my family has a I don't know many many people probably do this I don't know but my family has a tradition that um, when it strikes midnight and uh, New Year's Eve we go out the back door and we walk around the house in the whatever weather it is <laughs> snow <laughs> rain cold um, we walk around the house and we come back in the front door and we welcome the new year as if we're coming in fresh and I, I don't know that's just that's our tradition but uh I and we and we do that at nine o'clock because we're on the west coast and yes. we celebrate with new york and then we go to bed right because yes. we because we don't stay, stay up late up anymore who could stay up at midnight but you know we keep the tradition yeah <laughs> so, but the great thing about this tradition is uh, that i'm i'm talking to my daughter mm -hmm. about the the people in my family who started this tradition and and she's learning a lot about her great 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 grandparents and you know mm -hmm. actually no two greats great great grandparents uh and just you know all that kind of stuff so trying to yeah. bring them into the traditions obviously there's tons of opportunities for for music and for crafts and for art uh, there's opportunities to write letters to santa or letters to loved ones make homemade cards mm -hmm. I'm not super Pinteresty. I'm not going to have a million crafts. What I would say is a great idea is to go online, go on to Teachers Pay Teachers, maybe uh, check out even the free section, pull up a bunch of holiday coloring sheets, simple holiday worksheets, crafts, you know, templates for cards, things like that, that you can just have in your hip pocket when you're busy and the kids are like, Christmas, oh my God, you, know, yeah. you can just, you can go to your stack and grab some of these enrichment activities, mm -hmm. pull them off, hand them to the kids. They're holiday themed. I'm not going to be I mean, some people like wrap a book every day. I've seen that. Have you seen this? Yes, I have. Yeah, They're, They'll actually, you know, Christmas wrap their special Christmas books every day, uh, which I mean, I think is awesome. Good on you for all the people. I don't have time to wrap 25 books, but, no. um, but I think that's really cool if you want to do that or some other way that you have a special book every day. Well, we did this for that. the Halloween time. Um, and we had, we have a bunch of Halloween themed books mm -hmm. and we pulled them down from the closet and we had them sitting out and we were able to read books to them and do all those type of fun things. I, and I know we have a bunch of Christmas books. Right. And so it's, we have some, some kind of books, book display shelf. So we just, we just displayed them all out there. And so that was an opportunity every day for us to read about the holiday and talk. And, you know, one of the things I love so much about all of the different holiday stories is there's just great lessons to be learned. Mm -hmm as far as how to act and kindness and all these good virtues and things. So it's a, it's a great opportunity to talk with your kids about some of that um, kind of on the emotional, on the emotional skills side, uh, which is terrific. So there's lots of great opportunities in the holidays and these are all, these are all homeschooling opportunities, reading mm -hmm. books to them, doing crafts, involving them in your cooking, yeah. uh, getting outside in nature. And maybe you want to go outside into your backyard and collect bits and pieces from trees and pine cones and things, make your own wreath. I mean, oh, yeah. you can, 
you know, talk about the changing of the seasons and the different animals. There's so many great nature mm-hmm. documentaries about this time of year. Yeah, and- just a little bit of a thoughtfulness if you can do, you know, a morning basket or, you know, on the Sunday you can kind of come up with a bunch of ideas for the coming week, put out a basket here, put out a basket here for activities for them to do. You know, maybe you need to kick them outside, Hope Hope Helm style, That's right. and, you know, and you need to get some stuff done. So toss them out back, give them some activity, go to the Dollar Store, get a couple, you know, fun things that are holiday mm-hmm. themed that they can go do outside, you know, or, you know, get a basket full of, you know, you know, sh- small little toys that they can have that they can play with mm-hmm. or. Um, you know, a, a pack of Legos every day, like you're you're gonna do with the advent calendar. So yeah, I actually got a a, a Lego advent calendar, which is cool. When yeah. They were on sale, and I was able to get one. Um, but if not, you could also just you know even put little bags of Legos or something similar like that, some little toy, and give it every day if you don't want to do candy. I always looked forward to candy yeah. <laughs> when I was a kid. But <laughs> uh, you know, the the idea is you may have to jettison. The curriculum that you had planned. That's what we yeah. plan to do. We're working through Blossom and Root Early Years Volume 2. We're, we're, we're t- fin- going towards the finish of that. And we're just going to jettison a lot of it for December because it's going to get mucked with. We'll probably get we'll probably two conti- weeks done for yeah, five weeks worth yeah, of Yeah, we'll time. probably continue with the literature because, you know, we just read all the time. So it's yeah, not a hard thing to we'll do. We'll continue with it, but I'm not going to beat ourselves up. If, it, yeah. if it's not coming together, I would say just find another way to find something that's enriching but don't don't get bogged down this is a busy time the most important thing is that you're with your kids it's it's family time and you know if some things slide just focus on the things that are most important and bring in all the enrichment stuff if they're christmas obsessed then yeah, christmas I mean, crafts it we're, is <laughs> we're homeschoolers right we're we're all about you know following the interest of the learner um taking advantage of of the learning outside of the quote-unquote classroom you know we're masters at that that's that's where we we excel and we're in one of those times of the year especially you know in in our country it's just completely filled with huge monumental holidays i mean Mm -hmm. these are the the end of the year is the the quartet of big holidays right the big ones and we we have all this great enrichment just built into the culture built into the expectations of Everybody around us, whether you're secular or very religious, you know, it's all built around these big holidays here at the end of the year. And, you know, these are great opportunities to, you know, get books from the library that are themed that way or or do activities and crafts. Build a, a special corner in the, in, the, in the house where it's just your kid's corner and they can do artwork, set up their own little Christmas tree. That's be, what we're going to do for our daughter. Yeah, be proud of something that they've done, you know. You have Hang up this, all their holiday artwork in yeah. one area they can decorate to their heart's content. All, all that type of stuff. So that's a great idea. You know, if you want to give your kids a, a corner of the house that they can, you know, show off to their family, you know, all these things, and they can populate it and build cards and build crafts for the thing, and then they can show off their corner of the house. You know, it's just a great opportunity, just built into the nature of the holiday for us to just, you know, we don't even have to think about it. We can just go with what the you know the cultural holiday is and just run with these great activities and it's very enriching very you know deeply gratifying to share that with with your kids and just you know a little bit of thoughtfulness can go a a mile head over to the dollar tree head over to your Mm -hmm. fred meyer pick up a bunch of little activities doesn't have to cost a lot of money create a fulfilling time period for your kids while as you homeschool through these holidays 
know, pick those important things that you got to do. For us, it's going to be reading where we will be, you know, our traditional homeschooling experience, but we will tighten our homeschooling day to be a very short period of time and then really embrace the rest of the, you know, the holiday season for that. Yeah. And I would say too, this is a time when it's, it's overwhelming for kids, yeah. right? It's, there's a lot going on and we always find with our daughter when she just gets just so excited about something and her mind is going that bringing her back to that connection with us. And this is where we just lean so heavily into reading aloud to her and, and quiet time, you know, pick audio books, lower the lights. Maybe, you know, you can light candles or just dim the lights Creating calming environments for them, I think, is really good through this time of year, too. Um, kind of making things cozy because it is it is very exciting for them, and they can just be 25 days of amped um, in the month of December. So that's important, too. One other thing we wanted to talk about, if you are fortunate enough to be able to to have family come into town, think a little bit about leveraging perhaps their unique experiences, their, their skills or talents, right? So, um, Matthew's mother is a, is a trained chef, for example. Uh, when we see her, one of the things that we can do that she can feel she's involved with the, with homeschooling for us and, and pure enjoyment with her granddaughter is to, you know, do fun cooking projects with her to, to teach her something great. Maybe you've got a family member who, uh, you're going to be spending the holiday with who has lived in another country for however many years, you know, yeah, have them bring pictures and show. Or, yeah. Or talk about their experiences, bring that in. You know, maybe you study that ahead with your child so they can talk about or, it. Or someone's a singer or they're in a choir or something of that nature. Right. I mean, there's all this time when you're visiting with family and it's, it's great. Um, but you know, you can kind of think about, think about the skills or talents or things mm -hmm. of, uh, or interests of the people that you're getting together with. My grandmother is a huge Yahtzee player. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> um, you know, so if, if she were coming for this holiday... And, po and poker. She's really She's poker. good at poker, too. Yeah. yeah. She's a shark. But, um, you know, she can't come this year, unfortunately, due to the pandemic. But if she were, we would be playing Yahtzee with my daughter in advance, yeah. getting her ready so that she and, and Grammy could play. So, you know, that kind of stuff. And And on that note, too... This is a wonderful time to lean into your games. Yes. So if you can't do your formal math lesson because, you know, things are crazy, you have people visiting or you didn't get your reading today mm -hmm. or, you know, whatever it is, there's a game for that. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, if you want, this is a great way too to involve relatives too, to sit down and play some games with your child that are going to reinforce those skills. Your kids having fun, relatives having fun. It's all uh, or or just you sitting down with your kids because they just they can't do formal lessons they're too excited can't pay attention to that games are just such a great way to to continue learning in a in a fun way they almost don't know that they're learning so uh, we would say that too and if you want recommendations for great games look back through our episodes every every two episodes or so we have a <laughs> every we have a short is bite a, where a, we recommend a game and they yeah. all have different educational values so. You know, look back at the games, look at your old closet, and think about how you can leverage those through the holidays. It doesn't all have to be the formal curriculum that you've planned on. Um, you know, we're just going to have to let some things go as we go through the holidays. And you take care of yourself. Yes. You please. as an educator, you as a parent, you know, this has been a very difficult year. Very difficult. There's been a lot of uh, struggle, a lot of strife, a lot of loss. 
both emotionally and for unfortunately for a lot of people they may have they may know somebody they've lost just make sure you take care of yourself because the holidays are a really important time they can be very stressful yeah, we've already hold, hold your babies tight yeah we we've been we've been living through a lot of stress this year a lot of people have been very stressed out so definitely make sure you take some time for yourself whether it's a bath whether it's a hard apple cider, whether um, it's a... You're speaking right to me, right? I know. You're speaking I, I, to me. <laughs> I, I am speaking to the person I'm looking at. Um, or, you know, if it's a nice glass of whiskey when everybody's gone to sleep on Christmas and yeah, you're... Yeah, or some you know, quiet whatever. time with your favorite music or your favorite book. Definitely I, gets... Or your favorite podcast. Make sure you, re- you review us on iTunes, please. Thank you. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, take, take time for yourself. He, he, you're right. You're right. Definitely. Absolutely. We, we don't. You know, we... We give so much, especially this time of year. Uh, and we as moms, I, I know, we give so much to everyone else. We're cooking constantly. Everybody's wanting to do holiday things all the mm-hmm. time. It's so exciting. Um, we give a lot of ourselves. We buy 95% of the Christmas presents. The other 5% are the ones that are for us. The only I, Christmas I, presents I don't buy are the ones I, for I give me. you a lot of ideas, and then you go and execute. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a time of year where there's... There's a lot of stress on everybody, and you're right. This has been a particularly crazy Stru- and stressful year. year. Yes. Um, so don't don't end it by being hard on yourself. Yeah, and the 2020 show writers, they still got some stuff up their sleeves. I'm I'm waiting for it. Ugh, aliens, don't. aliens are coming. <laughs> Your money's on aliens. My money, I don't think I can take it. I I, I, don't, I think my heart would give out. <laughs> listen, my my money all year since like June has been on aliens. Yes. By the end of the year. You heard it first. They're going to announce that there there have been aliens. They've yes. been priming the pump. I know it. Anyway, so we, we, <laughs> all the homeschooled together conspiracy hour. <laughs> anyway, so take, God, I hope not. I hope not. Uh, take care of yourself. Take care of your kids. Um, do the things that are most important. Focus on your family. It's a great time of the year. Let's make it the best we can as we close out this year, and hopefully, twenty twenty one will be a lot better year. Um, God willing, for everybody. For everybody. Um, and we really want to want to give you guys some ideas on you know how to plan through these these you know tr- fun but yet can be very stressful time period of of the year yeah. while maintaining your homeschool experience. But we like to end the show always the same way and what we're into. And this week I'm going to talk about the younger one. So we've been doing the Hope Helms thing, throwing the kids outside early in the morning. <laughs> you make it sound like we throw them out to the wolves. We're with them. They well, don't go just outside. I just finished reading White Fang. So yes, they throw them to no, the wolves. No, no. I mean, you're out there with them. I'm out there with them. <laughs> um, so I've been going on these little morning walks with the girls. Um, you know, when the rain stops, I go like, oh my God, it's going to not rain for another 35 minutes. So we're going to go outside. And um, the, the big focus has been around the younger ones. So if you're out there and you got a lo- younger kid, Really encourage you to get outside. You know, we can feel. But, but first thing in the morning has been a kind of a crucial, not just any time of the day, right? Yeah, I've really been focusing on like kind of the eight thirty in the morning. You know, <clears throat> for our kids, they've been up for two and a half hours. Already. Right, right. <laughs> so the you day might is, not have kids like that. The day but. is the day is not young. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, uh, us up in the northern latitudes when you know when the sun comes up at you know eight o'clock, uh, it's you know it can. I have been going out for morning walks, socks, shoes, jackets, on the bikes. We've been going out. And the little one that I've I've really been focusing on is doing the idea of touch. And this is something I did with the older one when she was younger, is the idea of touching stuff and experiencing stuff, that tactile feel. Right. I would always, you know, I, I would have her in my shoulder, you know, my, in my arm, and I would always have the older one when she was younger up against the wall and I would like touch it, you know, cause it's like a concrete wall or it's a brick wall, something different and everything. So I've been doing that with the younger one. So we've been going out 
for these little walks. She's got her little velo bike that she kind of just waddle strider bike. It's, yeah, she, it's awesome. It's a, it's the first bike and it's just so cool. We'll put, yeah, she, we'll put a link to it in the show she, notes. She doesn't awesome. really, she just kind of, I call it waddle walks with it right now, but she's getting there. Yeah, it's it's super cute and great. But we've though. been going on these little walks down the street and she's been touching everything along the way, whether it's the tree, whether it's a leaf, whether it's the rocks, the grass. And I've been really getting her into, you know, getting her experiencing the the nature around her. And they're not really like full on nature walks. We're just walking down the street, you know, in our neighborhood. But there's so much to experience even there is. in our, our street. Well, she's finally gotten past that point. I find I feel like she's past that point where she's going to immediately put the thing in her mouth. <laughs> right, right, right. Like, like she'll pick up a leaf now and she'll want to hold it. Like today she was just gathering leaves in one of her hands and she wasn't directly eating them. <laughs> You know, immediately there she was, was a pause. She was a pause. Like I, I could, we could walk a little ways before I caught her with like a stem in her mouth. You know, <laughs> you know. So <laughs> I, I feel she's getting past that. You know, kind of that baby aspect. She's starting to get into the toddler aspect, which is really nice. You know, considering she's been walking for ten months, um, she's been really enjoying that. And I have the bigger one with me, so we're kind of biking around. It's, it's chilly out. It's not, you know, it's not, it's not hot or anything. Um, but she's been going around with her sister and riding her bike with her sister and, and, you know, kind of encouraging her into touching things. And I'm starting to see the opportunities where I can allow the older one to begin to kind of mentor the younger one. And this is... Right. I've noticed her explaining to yeah. the baby, uh, you know, I still call her the baby, but the yeah, toddler, no. uh, you know, what the leaf is and, and why. And sometimes she looks back and says, no, no daddy why does it look this way again and yeah. so you teach her and then she immediately parrots it to the younger well and the younger it's one is great. just her whole world is this older one it can get kind of dicey at times where she <laughs> she's just a little dangerous for her but um you know with the older one is just this great mentor for her and, and i'm starting to get that and i've really had a good time you know kind of doing these nice little walks and for a little bit of time we thought we were losing the morning nap but i have found doing these morning walks getting her outside getting her playing with stuff, touching stuff, all that sensory input. Yeah, the sensory. Boom, the, the she's, more, she's going right you know, back down. Textures and naps, the more yeah. things that she sees and, and feels, it just it, it seems to really work. And you've noticed um, increased uh, attention and focus from our older daughter in yeah, her homeschooling so, so as well. A lot of the times what I've been doing now is going for the little walk, coming back. The, the younger one is you know ready to go back down for a nap and luckily – Doing these walks, I think, kind of gasses her, and she gets back down in the nap. So what we thought we were losing the nap, the naps are coming back. That's great. And then the older one has that opportunity now where she's been outside. She's had a lot of you know sensory input. She's been playing all morning. She's already eaten. She's already ready to go, and boom, at 9.30, 9.45, we can get right into our homeschooling. We can knock it out in our hour and a half. The, the younger one wakes up, and we're back into our normal routine. So it's been really nice. She's been very focused in the homeschooling. Yeah, um, I think that of, fresh air and outside it well, it helps to be her to come back in and focus. It's yeah. also so so much the same. She doesn't have. In the house. I've noticed she doesn't have the wiggles as much as she normally does. Right, she's and where she's kind of like you know little you know five year old antsy, just always shaking. I have not seen that as much after the walks. So she's a little right. bit more focused, not subdued, but a little bit more. I don't know. Like she, like she's just ready to do something, you know. She can sit 
and listen and do. Well, especially it's it's chilly outside, right? Yeah. So you're bundling them up in their coats and their boots and they're splashing in puddles and doing whatever. And sometimes it is rainy. And by the time you're coming in, she's she's a little cold. She's ready to to be warm and to it's it's like energizing yeah. to her. Yeah, get, it really you, has changed. Yeah. It, it, I I yeah, I think I'd recommend it to folks who are struggling to kind of get going in the morning mm-hmm. is getting outside first thing, whatever the weather's like, and just getting 30, even 30 minutes of fresh air and sensory experience, it seems to really have done wonders for our daughter. Yeah, and when we're outside, she's not like going at 100%. No, she's not at just all. Kinda She's like just kind of like lightly ex- riding. Ex- exploration, really. Yeah, she's lightly riding her bike in circles around us as her sister kind of waddles down the street with you know with me and her. Um, it's a good time for me to you know pop in an earbud and listen to a podcast while we're walking. It's... <laughs> It's nice, you know, as you know, as I always like to do, always have an earbud in the ear. Um, but it's a great time for us to kind of all get outside and just kind of have fun and do stuff. Yeah, it's, it's a great, re- it's a nice, refreshing uh, start to the the day. Yeah, so uh, if if you're looking for something to do in the mornings, go out for a little short walk, maybe before homeschooling starts, and see if that you know helps you in your homeschooling focus with your you know your older sibling and. Maybe you can guys get that nap back for your younger one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like too that when you go out for the walk, you're you're not going with a purpose in mind, right? It's not a it's not something for exercise as much as it's exploration. I, I love that time where the girls are outside and you just say, Go, explore mm-hmm. and they kinda go, uh, oh, okay. And it's amazing to see the things that they find interesting, right? The the small leaves that they're really interested Today in. Today was the uh the butler guy. Uh, we have this service oh, here yeah, in yeah. our area where they'll come and hang up your lights for us. And our neighbor was doing that. And the younger one was just like glued to, to the, watching this guy walking on top of a house. And the older one is sitting there going, <laughs> daddy, that's not safe. He should not be doing that. <laughs> that is not safe. I'm like, that is the correct answer. <laughs> I don't want you on this, on the roof. And I, I think the younger one was looking at him going, how can I get? up to the top of the house <laughs> but it's, it, it's it was great cool. the, yeah even you, the you, just you don't know what you're gonna see your street yeah, you never know what you're gonna see like uh, one of the neighbors was walking both her dogs this week and the little one was like doggy 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 this first time she saw a doggy outside of our chocolate lab you know oh it's another doggy yeah, i can see another doggy it's great right? well right yeah yeah and our older was asking you know what kind of doggy is that and yeah yeah so it's an opportunity there's so many opportunities to to learn and to uh, to explore. I love, I love open-ended exploration walks. I think yeah. that they're, you know, it's great to have a destination in mind sometimes in a specific plan. Other times it's nice to just be aimless and see what they're going to discover and be into that you might not even have noticed. Exactly. So get outside, enjoy the weather, even if it's cold and rainy, get outside and do it and see how, see if that can improve your homeschooling, you know, experience. Yeah. Start to your day. Thanks so much for joining us today and making us a part of your homeschool journey. Please engage with us on social media. Join our Homeschool Together podcast group on Facebook and find us at Homeschool Together podcast on Instagram. We'd love to hear your feedback, questions, and recommendations. Until next time. Happy homeschooling!